Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of No Dumb Questions with Mel. By the time this episode is live, I will be back from my vacation to Asia, and I bet that I'm probably going to be dealing with jet lag. I swear, it's always a bit easier to deal with the time difference going there than coming back. Ever since I can remember, I get so sad coming back. I think it's one, like knowing the, it's the end of a vacation or a trip, and two, being awake during the nighttime just makes me feel kind of sad. But anyways, this episode will also be coming out around the holiday season, and it's fitting that today's topic is a continuation of my last one of college friendships. Holiday season is typically the time I go back to the Bay and see all my college friends. Many of them moved back to the Bay after college, and it's convenient we're all there at the same time. One person I always hit up is one of my best friends, Sally, which you already heard a bit from from part one. Today, Sally and I dive even deeper and talk about the hardships and what role we play in each other's lives today after 13 years of friendship. I do want to express how thankful I am for her to join me on this mini show and for you all to learn about someone that is so important in my life. I feel like I don't really get to share much about my other friendships and this one is so special to me. So thank you in advance for listening. Like always, before we get started with today's episode, let's kick everything off with my Google segment. So the latest thing I Googled was, what are the best trips for mom and daughters? I've been lagging on this, but I've been meaning to take my mom somewhere for a mini trip just the two of us. We both really value traveling and haven't done something together yet, so I thought that'd be really nice for us to do. It's like a little bonding moment. However, a lot of the places that popped up when I Googled this were either one, we've already went to, like for example, Big Sur was on the list, or two, places I'm not sure she'll like. Like, I don't know, Arizona, Sedona was on the list, and I think my mom enjoys walking around and hiking, and I don't, but I don't know if she enjoys being in the heat. So, wasn't sure. Sedona is quite beautiful, though. If any of you have any recommendations, please let me know. I'm sure she'll appreciate the gesture regardless, but just wanted to think of, you know, different ideas. So far, as of now, I'm kind of thinking about taking her to Vancouver because I know she said it, she went there once a long time ago and thought it was really pretty. But again, open to ideas. Sally, I wanted to ask, do we ever have hardships during our friendship? Oh my god, yeah. There was a moment where you and I got into a huge fight in college. You don't remember? Okay, I remember that. But I wasn't sure if you did. <laughs> but tell me, are we talking about <laughs> the same thing, though? 
oh my god, I think I was so, I think I really hurt you. And you took it to me and was like, I really, am I, are we thinking about the same thing? I think well, I, I don't did know something. what you're talking about. Oh, I don't remember exactly what happened. But I remember you were like, I was like, I'm hurt. And you were like, I'm hurt. And then we were like, we just have to talk about it. I don't remember what it was even about. Do you know? I remember. And I think as I remember my reasoning too, and then through that like conflict, I realized what you valued. So, okay, this is what I remember. This could be totally different than what you remember, but it was finals week and Tiff and I finished our finals first and you still had to study or I think you had a paper due or whatever. Someone invited me and Tiff to go out for drinks. So we finished and then we're like, oh, we don't have to invite like Sally and IL because they're still in finals mode or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. we went out and you got really pissed. You're like, why didn't you invite me out? And Because we typically would invite everyone out. And I was like, Sally, I thought you still had finals or you had to think. And you're like, I turned in my paper like in the morning, like I was done. Oh, yeah. I think to that conversation, like we were definitely like, you were definitely upset. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't think she'd be so upset. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? I was like, I thought she had finals. It wasn't my fault. Whatever. But I think to that conversation, I realized like how it's always nice just to ask. Yeah. And to extend the invite without making assumptions. And I was like, I was like, I think Sally really values just, you know, never know because she could have joined us. You could have. Yeah. But-, but that was like the thing I figured out. I think that's a really good point because I think thing that I still is something that we still work through in therapy but like (laughs) it's that like we've had so many conversations like that where I know that you would invite me out or like you would always include me and that I'm always included that now I'm like oh I don't actually feel like you're trying to intentionally keep me out because we've had like these conversations but I think that's exactly what I was remembering because I remember us having a conversation about it I remember me telling you that I was hurt or that like you left, you made me feel left out. Mm. I remembered how seriously you took it. And that made me feel like crap because I was like, wait, I totally overreacted because I thought that you were intentionally leaving me out. And you were like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know. Well, at first we thought about it, like actually thought about it. And then afterwards we both cried about it. (laughs) And that I remember. But yeah, I think something that I still work through today, just like, making sure everyone feels included Mm. which you do a very good job at and then making sure that I'm not overthinking it when I'm not included which we're working on yeah I actually remember one of the times you called me is because you don't you felt you were left out of something and I was like oh and then I was then we had a conversation about I wasn't part of this but because I lived in LA but then I was like oh I think because when you brought that up to me I recognized oh this is so I like just to be included like it's it's fine yeah I I learned that from college I knew that something when you brought up to me I was like oh I understand why you feel this way that's exactly the moment that I was thinking about too people like one-on-one time and I'm very much like a everyone should be included kind of person but now I think getting older and like learning to be more secure in your friendships. It's like sometimes you just hit up the people that are down the street and it's just <laughs> so much easier. Yep. But other people are always welcome. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. 
Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wait, actually, so I do want to talk about this question. Or I want to ask you this question. Like, I think we kind of talked about, like, what about this friendship made you want to keep it as we've been friends for so long. But if you were to think about, like, what role do you think we actually play in each other's lives? Oh, my God. I was going to ask you how you think our friendship went on for so long. I have an answer that always pops up in my brain when I think about, like, our dynamic and just overall why we're friends for so long. My life in L.A. is, I think, it's somewhat different than my life in the Bay, obviously. But whenever I'm with you and then my our, our friends, I feel like you guys are literally what grounds me in who I am as Mel, like who I've been like prior to moving to L.A. And that thought alone makes me feel so comforted Aww. because I think L.A. in the industry I work in, it's really easy to maybe chase certain things or get lost in the glitz and glamour or, you know, even just being affected by social media and this world of comparison where you're always wondering, like, am I doing the right thing? Do I feel valued? Whatever. But whenever I'm with our friends, I always, like, I was talking to Miles about this and then, like, other people. I was like, when I'm with Sally and everyone in the group, I feel like I'm always so happy. I'm never thinking about something else because this is, like, my pure form of happiness. Like, I'm so in the present moment yeah. that I could ever be that sometimes I think being in L.A. because everything gets so mixed that there are moments where I feel kind of like, oh, like, I get in my head sometimes. But with us, I feel like, you as one of my best friends is like you ground me because I feel like also like not only our friend group grounds me because you know you guys are my home but I think with you you've known me before I did the podcast before I did anything and I feel like the fact that we've been friends for so long it's like one reminder that I really haven't changed much from then and two just like yeah I think it's just like you guys have stuck with me this whole time you know what I mean like being having friends from this period before LA it's so significant for me and I think it's also because like, we talked about our dynamic, but like during the pandemic, it was a very lonely time. But the one one of the things that kept me happy and laughing was like our conversation with Miles, like because <laughs> every week there would be a fun little like serious topic. <laughs> you throw in a random ass joke. But I feel like it's because you have this ability, Sally, to literally not to take things so seriously when we're talking with each other, which makes life and this friendship and this bond so easy and so enjoyable. You know what I mean? And oh, Mel, that's so sweet. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like sometimes like 
I know that when we are in our own space and like we're doing working really hard and we I know when you're stressed with work and I'm stressed but I think regardless when I talk to you and I'm with you I was like we always find instances to laugh and like it's just a very pure experience for me yeah I think what you said even resonates for me in a sense where I can't even imagine what it's like for you because your work and your life is so intermixed Mm. and like it is just all the same it's not all the same but it's just so entangled within each other and I feel that way with you guys and I realized this actually through therapy that if I don't allow my time myself to spend time with my friends I get so bogged down into concentrating on work that I like won't leave my bubble. And then when I finally leave my bubble, that's when I'm like, oh, wait, there's life outside of Mm. this contract. There's life outside of making sure everyone on my deal team is like getting what they need. And like kind of we spend so much time being present for other people that when we take the time out and like try to be present with our friends, it feels so much easier. And you're like, oh, shit, like, there's so much life outside of this bubble that I was in. Mm -hmm. That contract didn't really matter. Like that one conversation I had where I was like, why did I say that to the partner? Doesn't matter. Like none of that matters. And then when we spend time with each other, we're just talking about the things in front of us. And it just makes it so easy. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not like, Mel, like, what did you do in that podcast? Why did you say it like that? Like, we're not talking about podcasts actually at all. <laughs> no, for sure. And I I feel like because when we're together, it's it's just pure, I don't say pure fun, but it just, I don't know. I just always have a good time. I, I can't even describe it. Like, it's funny because you're not, you're not talking about work. You're not talking about the industry you're in, mostly because we have no idea what industry the other person's in. So, like, we can't even have that conversation that's if true. we wanted to. That is true. I'd be like, wow, that's interesting. And then, like, ask you questions about it. But we, I think we just, I don't even know what we talk about. This is so random. Like, we're going on, ta- I'm going on a tangent, but I think I was, like, asking a friend, I was like, oh, how do you find inspiration? Or how do you feel, like, you know, how do you feel this spark in life? And they're like, Mel, you just got to live. And I realized when I'm with, like, just live your life, when I'm with you and, like, we were just in Vegas together, I was, like, I always walk away feeling, like, no, no, yeah. I think it's just, like, I feel like I'm living when I'm with we're yeah. each other because we're, like, literally living in the moment and having a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what you're – you're that for me in my life. Aw, I'm life. You are – whoa, you are part of – I'm going to say you are life. You're part of my life. Very, very important. We're, like, the – I think that's what we are. We, like, are magnet – that take each other outside of our own bubble. Mm. Like I know and recognize that my world here in San Francisco, like it's so consumed with my job and like the tech industry that every day my conversations like, oh, how's work? What are you doing with work? What's new with this industry? And it's just like, I think it's fascinating. A part of me thinks it's fascinating, but it's it's like not, that's not life. Like (laughs) life is like going and like, sitting at Tacos Go Gordo with your friends and talking about how good the tacos are and like slobbering it down and then laughing at one person drooling about it. Like it's just like being our whole selves and like not worried about these big world life things that we think is like the center of our circle. Yes, I agree. Just wanted to share. Oh, I love it. I do think that we are very lucky 
in that we have this like really great friendship that we've always been able to rely on. And I don't think you find it very often. And I don't know if it would have worked if we had like tried to force it. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you just know. Like as an adult, sometimes you like kind of have to friendship date. Like sometimes you know yeah. that this is going to be a good friendship. And sometimes you know it's going to be a love to have you around if everyone else is around. But I think it's just we're very lucky. I agree. Joel and I talk a lot about friendship and like it does really matter when you know you can call someone and they'll pick up. So even if you're really busy and like you've got a ton of things going on, if you just make the time to be like, hey, I've got like 20 minutes. I definitely want to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in so long. Let's just get on this quick call And, like, it's not even, like, let's schedule a call because sometimes that feels too formal. I'll just call you back. If you don't pick up, you'll call me back. And we'll, like, keep going until we find that time. But the two of us still make the effort to call back. And I think that really matters. Mm, That's true. Well, I will say, too, is because when you call me, I'm always like, oh, shoot, Sally called. I got to make sure I call her. Like, I don't know. You're one person. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to say this way. You know, some people they call you like, oh, shit. Like, you're like, why they call? They should have just texted. (laughs) I don't ever feel that way about you whatsoever. I never get that feeling. That's so funny because I'm such a phone call person. I have like over 120 unread messages in my phone right now. And I just, I can't get myself to text it, but I will always call. And so maybe that's what works is that you value me enough to call me back and I'm just lazy and I just call. You know, sometimes dynamics just work that way. We have a chemistry that just works. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode with my dear friend, Sally. She does mean a lot to me. So I really appreciate you guys. Like, you know, if you listen all the way through, you kind of understand our dynamic. But Sally, thanks for joining me on the podcast. I feel like you've never been on it. I know. And thank you for sharing and, and, you know, kind of reflecting back with me. We don't do this actually ever in person. I will also say that we started this podcast with me as your best friend and now I'm your dear friend. So I'm wondering if we rehashed too much. Okay, well, you're my, you're one of my best friends. Actually, this is really random. Before we end, I want to say that there's one moment. I think we've always been really good friends in college. There is one moment and Sally goes, oh, yeah, Mel's like one of my best friends. And you said it first. And I was like, oh, I'm a best friend. And ever since then, I felt like I could call you my best friend. Oh this is very early God. on, by the way. I felt so like, oh, my God, we both reached that level of acknowledging each other as best. It's like you're defining the friendship. Yeah. I think that's a really good call out. Defining the friendship is really hard. And I get shy about that too. But we've reached it. We're here 12 years later. Still in the same status, baby. Hell yeah. And with that, you can catch Mel on the next episode of Asian Boss Girl. Tag your bestie or your college roommate or your friend from down the hall and start that friendship. Tag them. Tell us all about it. (laughs) See you later. Bye. That is Yo, this is why so hard. This is why you're a lawyer and I work in this industry. That's so true. Okay, I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. Okay. okay well, I appreciate Sally's uh, attempt, but with that, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you listen to us on all the podcasting platforms. If you resonate with this specific episode talking about maintaining college friendships, tag your college best in the comments of this Instagram post. And with that, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>